This is the Hot Take Hockey Podcast with your hosts, Lucas and John Viveros. Let's wrap it up. All right, let's get rolling. So, Lucas, you're up. Yeah, here we go. So, happy Stanley Cup playoff eve to all our listeners out there. I'm super stoked. This is the best time of year, right? It's the best time of year for hockey. It's right around the corner. Tomorrow's the big day. We start the first round, and obviously the Leafs get going on Tuesday. Um, So, welcome to episode 33 of the Hot Take Hockey Podcast. We got another fantastic guest joining us today. Um, if you spent any time inside Scotiabank Arena, you're very familiar with him. Um, so you know, hype man, games, hype right here. We got Scotty, Scotty Willits joining the show today to preview some Leafs Lightning and talk some hockey. What's going on, Scotty? Oh man, guys, I just want to say, take a chill pill. <laughs> going in for a long run, not 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 two weeks, not four weeks, not six weeks. We're going in for a couple months every year. I, I actually, uh, Lucas and John, thanks for having me on the show. This Thank you been, for joining. This is, this is awesome. And I, I'm I'm excited about this year. There's a different feeling about this team. Doesn't it feel? Ryan oh, absolutely. There's something about Ryan O'Reilly bringing energy. There's something about Willie getting that fourth 40th goal on, on uh, Thursday night. There's something about Austin just flossing at the right time. There's something about Mitch Marner not getting that hundred and hundred points that he knew you know he wanted. And there's something about Samson up that I'm I'm digging. So let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's break it all down. So, you know, we can talk about the new additions. We can talk about the big stars. I mean, let's let's first first uh, talk about the new additions. I mean, Ryan O'Reilly specifically. I think it's it's a big piece that uh, you know the Leafs added at the deadline. Probably the biggest piece in the Dubas era. Really adding him um, yeah. to solidify the center position, and and we've seen him even on the second line with with Tavares uh, moving over to the wing. How do you see O'Reilly breaking? Uh, you know, fitting best into this lineup for for the Leafs in the first round. That's the question, right? Do you want to yeah. put him? with Tavares and, and Nylander and kind of make that like a, a, a glorified second unit or, or even put Nyland, uh, Marner with him on the second line and make that a glorified unit. That's Everybody's kind of talking about that. I like him with Achari and, and also this Zach Austin Reese has become this kind of, I don't know, unicorn that we yeah. didn't know that we had. And Achari and all that. So I – and – Obviously, David Camp seems like a good line. I don't know. Where would you want to put him? I like him in the third C for the most part. If I if I I like the flexibility, but uh, overall, I think it makes the Leafs so deep having him at three C. Um, I just think you know against a team like Tampa, who's been known for their depth in years past. Obviously, a little weaker this year in terms of their the bottom of their lineup. I think it presents such a problem for Tampa to match up against. Yeah. Um, we like him, yeah. Yeah, I was also going to add, Scott, and I know you can speak on this big time being the host in the building, being there every night. Um, I feel like the control, and I've talked about this on the podcast, the control of the lines for Keefe uh, on home ice, I just think the ability to put on a line, what you kind of just said, if, if you want to put Martin or Nylander with O'Reilly and Tavares, one of those guys, uh, when those guys get the puck possession going and the cycling going for the offensive zone for a minute or two, you get Carlton, you get yourself, go Leafs go, you get the building <laughs> hyped. Like that shit's big in the playoffs. And I think obviously the Leafs have missed it for a couple of years last year. It was right there, right? It was just one, it was one shot, one mistake. Um, this year, I think they want to utilize that. So I was saying to Lucas, maybe when they're on the road in Amelie arena, maybe you have O'Reilly as the third line center. So you never yeah. get caught on a shift, but when you're at Scotiabank arena, Scott, you need the stacked lines out there controlling play. So the fans can get into it. Right. 
I'll tell you what. It's called Scotty Bank Arena because I'm going <laughs> to get that crowd going. No, I agree with you. No, like uh, uh, first game, second game, we got to just kind of go at them. And that's just where this is where I don't know where bunting fits in. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have this weird bunting and 15, you know, separation over there. And yeah. I don't know what you guys feel about that. Yeah, I, I think bunting is such a. He, he's such an X factor. He has the potential to be a big X factor for the Leafs in the series. I oh, think you saw him, you saw him swing at Corey Perry. Oh we, yeah, <laughs> we need that in the first we need round. that. Yeah. We need we need that. We need this is uh, you know I feel like a Leaf team right now that has that bite to to go up against Tampa in a different way than even last year. And Bunting's a huge part of that. I think he he's got to be a difference maker in this series. What, so you got to play with the good players. You got to not to interrupt. Where does Kerfoot where does Kerfoot fit in? I know that's tough. I feel like, and it just goes back to the conversation. So like Maddie Nyes is in there now and he was, he was, yeah, he's, that's, he's, that's, he's he was repping a gray sweater today as we record. So my, my thing is Scott, and I've talked to we, Lucas and I have talked about it a bunch is like just the fit on this team. So you've kind of formed and we've seen it recently. Lucas, like my opinions even changed like with Lafferty, for example, mm-hmm. it's just the fit of the line and the fit of the team. Like Lafferty camp and, and Aston Reese have been such a like so I was in the building Scott for the the Blue Jackets Leafs game and that line was I know it's the Jackets but that line was buzzing Aston Reese Lafferty and uh Camp so yeah he had two that game right yeah Aston Reese had two that game so like when I look at that game and then I I see how Lafferty played against Boston with the fight and the goal I just like I look at that line combo and I'm like okay so that's where I go Lucas her foot or nice is like it's the toss-up for me because I just think yeah bunting the fit is questionable but I'll say this if on the road, you get a line of we talked about this, Lucas Bunting, O'Reilly, and Achari as a shit disturber third line. Oh, oh my yeah. god, that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I got I got another one for you. What say you put Wayne Simmons in first game? Vasilevsky, <laughs> first game. That's it. But so, That's it. so, so done. Suspended and that's the end of his career. So my boy so, Wayne, my boy Wayne Train. So yeah, the strap behind that we we basically saw that last year, and Clifford just Clifford. absolutely just trekked yeah, over Colton. It was Colton, right? I think. Yeah, kind of. yeah, yeah. I, I think, think it was so. Ross Colton. I think so. But anyways, yeah. Clifford comes in and just like if you go back on that shift, look at Clifford come through the neutral zone. It's like freaking <laughs> eyes on it, man. Eyes on it. It's just you could have got like a charging anything, but that's Scott. I'm with you. Playoff hockey, people will say whatever you want, but. Tampa, they're a bunch of pests. They ride the line. Like you watch Corey Perry and Patty Maroon for a shift. Like yeah. those guys do some dirty shit. Oh, yeah, even, even Ross Colton too. And Kucher, Kucherov. And Hagel. And Stamkos. And Point. They all Kucherov, Kucherov is actually probably the dirtiest of them all. And yeah. sneaky. It but uh, it's that like freaking Sluey on uh, Brody. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's, 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 that's like the third slew foot he's done. Yeah. I don't want to get into that. But like, how do you control Braden Point is kind of a factor here. Yeah, yeah fifty goals, uh, fifty-one goals for him. Yeah, and I, jeez, jeez. Yeah. Um. Well, Scott, so- I was also going to say just on on what you're saying about Point there and the goals. I actually, uh, yeah, Lucas, I made a hot take today and just talking to people. I was like, okay, so you look at the goal contributions from different guys, and Matthew's obviously getting hot at the right time. It's like. Okay, so how many goals are you expecting from Kucherov, Stammer, and Point in this series? I, obviously, as a Leaf fan, you want to be optimistic that they're close to zero. But yeah, yeah. I say but, eight. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Realistically, it might get it might get closer to ten. Like yeah, like above five, mm-hmm. six, seven, eight. It, it might get closer to ten. So if, if you're looking at Matthews, Marner, 
Nylander. And again, Marner sometimes not scoring as much in the playoffs. JT, what about JT? Yeah, so I'm getting the JT. I'm getting the JT. (laughs) Obviously, JT five on five has got to get going here because he's been repping on the power play a lot. But Matthews, man, I I made the hot take. If the Leafs need or want to win this series, Austin's got to put up five or six in this series. That was my take today. I was like, he's got to put five or six on the board. Okay, um, that's that's literally it's bold. What, it's bold, but I've, I've been literally talking to my girl all day about this. Yeah, Austin will produce. Uh, Mitch will be Mitch, and remember, Mitch has to also do like penalty killing and all that stuff. Yeah, he's, yeah. Mitch is a, like a he's a three hundred. He's a Swiss Army he, knife. That's he, he's the least. Yeah, he's the Leafs engine. Yeah, yeah, he does everything. Two hundred yeah. so He does everything. Um. JT is kind of the thing that I I'm kind of wondering what he's going to bring, but he always brings something. Yeah. Here's the thing. Every team that we know that we're going to approach has three good players. We have four. Willie is our guy. He's our variable. So if uh, Billy, neither sniping guy, my Swedish hero, my little one direction hero comes <laughs> Plays, then we'll, we'll we'll be all right because forty goals is a big thing, and yeah. Um, yeah. there's a long time since he was drafted by Nonis, and I think a lot of people have always been talking about him on the chopping block and be like, let's trade him, let's get rid of him. And I kept saying, are you guys nuts? Like you don't know, he's the first one out there on practice, he's the last one to go. His shot is the second best to Austin's. Like he is an unbelievable hockey player. His um. Uh, Entry into the zone is second or fourth in the league. And it, it's just, so let's 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 let him go and, and let him have his moment because also in a year and a half, he's going to be a, a free agent. So I think he knows it's money time, too. Yeah. And he's always sort of performed for the Leafs in the playoffs, at least in recent memory. He's been yeah, very at least good. since the Montreal so, series, I'd say. Yeah. At least, so, for sure. so, I mean, I have no doubts that I think he's going to pot three or four, uh, four goals. Come on. He can get, he can get four. Give us five. Give us five. <laughs> well, I was also going to add to that and say that, uh, yeah, I feel like it's, yeah, Scott, just in terms of the dynamic of the team. And obviously we want all the guys to stick together. Like Lucas, I've been saying this for years. Like when you get so invested in a group and a team, like you want these guys to win. And I, and I've always said that, but yeah, I think it just goes back to Nylander being that kind of fourth guy on the, on the list. It just by default, people kind of push him out, including myself at times. I've been, yeah. Which is funny because he was like the second guy. It's like Riley and then him and then press, yep. you know? So like he's, he's been here. He's done his time. He's earned his credits. And I, and seeing him around the rink, I know that he's a guy that's committed to this team. He wants to win. He wants to show that he's just as good as 34 and 16. And he is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One thing I, one thing I see with Tampa this year that that really makes me um, very optimistic for the Leafs this year. This year is they're just not as deep. I know I alluded to it earlier, but they really have that top heavy mindset this year. They got Stamkos, Points, and Kucherov on that top line, yeah. right? And when you start looking, you know, into the third and fourth line, I mean, fourth line they, they obviously got that pest line of Belmer, Perry, and uh, and Maroon. That one's still consistent from last year, but in that bottom, that third line just doesn't look as strong right now. I know Tanner Janot is injured. Yeah. I think. That's a huge edge for the Leafs when it comes to Achari, like we were talking about at the top of the show. Camp, these guys, Camp had a great game in game three last year versus Tampa. Camp was a Vasilevsky killer as, as we yeah, talked man. about with Omar, man. He was unreal. Yeah. I mean, they're going to have to get some big goals like that. 
And, and, and really when it comes down to it um, and, and Tampa's saving grace is, is Vasilevsky. That that's, that's, he's got to play better than he did last year. If he plays like how he did last year in that first round, I think the Leafs are going to have a few more goals than they did last year and they should take care of them. Yeah. He's not having a good year. Yeah. So, um, but by his standards, by his standards. Yeah. Yeah. By his standards, but he can always goalie you. Yeah. Always goalie you. And that's the scary thing about Vasilevsky. Here's the thing. How about Samson now? Yeah. Maybe we goalie them. You know what I mean? I, I, I like two Russian goalies going against each other because we all know that uh, Vasilevsky is the premier goalie in Russia. And I think Samsonov has something to prove. I think he knows that Matt Murray, obviously, is not coming back and uh, that this is his time to run with a title as a Russian goalie in, in, in a very hot hockey market and take down the king. And that's exactly what he would do. And also, yeah, Vasilevsky and their defense. I mean, Victor Hedman can't do it all. They're not the same team that they were last year. Their their defense is not the same defense no. that they were last year. So I'm telling you, if it's anything like I remember game one, which was, boys, I'm going to be honest with you, one of the best environments I've ever seen at Scotiabank Arena. Game one last year at Scotiabank Arena against the Tampa Bay Lightning. I bet you we do it again on Tuesday. I hope so, man. I hope so. I'll, I'll say I was actually, well, Lucas, we won't talk about when you were in the building last year, but we'll talk about when I was because it was positive. I was in <laughs> I was in the building for game five. And yeah, man, I, I think oh, when, okay. that, when the yeah. building gets rocking, um, and obviously, yeah, I mean, that the building shifted when uh, Riley scored and uh, and Nylander scored, but I was just going to say that, yeah, especially with what you guys just said about the defense and the defense lacking for Tampa, the Leafers got to take advantage of game one and two. Like yeah. I want to, I want to see the boys up to nothing. I, I think if Keith can play the right matchups, especially at home, take advantage. As you just said, you said Scotiabank arena, it's the boys and blues home to nothing, man. It's got to be to nothing. If Tampa wants to try to take care of business in their home, good luck, but Toronto's got to control their, their home ice here. Yeah, it, it does really feel like game one, like, is almost done. We're going to win that. We're going to win that one. Wow. I love it, Scotty. Win. I'm not going to win. <laughs> I love the energy, man. It's a split. Like, we're, we're worried about the split. Yeah. Like, that's, I think every Leaf fan is just worried about the split to go down to Tampa and do this whole thing again where we end up in six and seven. Boys, it's take care of business at home. One, two. Split down there, come back home five, and let's let's uh let's go to Boston and let's. I'm seeing. I was gonna say I'm Lucas. Another problem that we have. Yeah, I was gonna say Lucas. We're seeing a lot of now Leaf and five takes. I like. I feel like lot like last year was the whole conversation of okay, we can't let it get to game seven. Leafs got to finish it in game six. I think this year people are taking a step even forward now and just going. Well, you have the advantage. You have a clear advantage. Tampa's looking. Again, I'm knocking wood. I want to be so careful. I say Tampa's looking weaker, but yeah, yeah that's the worst thing they say. But also, I, I like what you're saying because they played a lot of hockey in the last three years. Yeah, yeah, like a lot of hockey. They, if you, if we get on them two nothing, and then it's, you know, three one in the third period in the third game, I could see them just giving up. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you, you played, you played p- pretty much hockey all year for the last three years. Yeah. And there's no, 
I don't think there's a ton of pressure on them, which which could work to their advantage. But at the same time, like, like you said, Scott, if they're down, uh, you know, by a couple goals and, and they're beat, you know, and it's game six or game whatever, game five even, um, I can see them rolling over because this this could age terribly. But I'm just saying that, that I could see them rolling <laughs> over because there's nothing to be ashamed of with what they've done. I mean, they've this is an unbelievable run by this hockey team. They've been to the finals three years in a row. I mean, if they were to go out in any fashion to the Leafs, I don't think there's 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 any shame in that for for their perspective. The Leafs have the pressure. The Leafs have to get it done. Um, but but I'm so, I'm very confident, like you, man. I'm so I, I'm I got my chest out. I'm feeling good going into this first round, man. No, John Cooper is a good coach. He's a yep. great actually, to be perfectly honest. And they've they've done a a, a great job. Of course, Stephen Samkos, Toronto boy. Awesome guy, you know. They've they've done what they've done, but enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> enough, enough. It's time to hand it over. So yeah. let's let, let's go and um and I I also really feel like the one thing I've learned about this season with the team is Austin kind of just played in the weeds while Connor's having the best season maybe of any NHL player's career. Like I mean, Kretzky. Mario yeah. and even past past us past us having a year that nobody's talking about but um Austin's kind of having this weird year and Mitch is still the best player on our team right now so I I got a weird feeling it's all going to come around and John Tavares is always going to be there to just like kind of be that focal point I think it's I think it's a really good moment right now. Giordano and Morgan's had a bad year, but he's he's coming he's coming he's coming around. McCabe looks better. McCabe looks a lot better. I mean, after everything that they had to do with Muzzin, yeah, you know, they had to rebuild, and um, maybe they can put that on their back and say, "Let's do this for Muzzin," and uh, and uh, I think you know. Wherever wherever Samsonovs takes us, we'll go. Yeah. Um, two things I just wanted to add on that. One being, yeah, I think when you look at the roster, and again, I don't want to bring up negatives here, but once upon a time ago, like about two years ago specifically, uh, obviously the Leafs did something negative against Montreal, and they were up at 1.31. Um, my point in saying this is obviously the series didn't go well. Uh, Shanahan said something pretty specific at the post-presser, end-of-season presser. He just said, we need killer instinct on this team. So two years now and bringing up if the Leafs were in a position to be at 3-1. Now you've brought in Ryan O'Reilly. You've brought in Nola Chari. You've brought in Luke Shen. you brought in these killer instinct guys that have, I mean, I just listed two guys that have cups. Achari's had a finals appearance. Uh, these are guys that know how to get to that point. So um, yeah, built around those big guys. And I do also like the Tavares point. That was my only other thing I was going to add is JT, even when he was back with the Islanders and they were in the playoffs, it seems like he always wakes up near that game five, six, seven. And last yeah. year we saw it game five, two points, the two goals in game six and uh, almost in game seven, almost a pot in game seven. But uh, I just think JT is the guy that I feel like he arrives at the right time. And I really hope Scott, we see exactly what that, that overtime goal against the Panthers. I want to see more of that JT moment rise to the sky kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Sure. There are a couple of moments that I always remember from uh, Scotiabank Arena, and that is Austin scoring 60. As I mentioned to you guys, um, the first game last year in the playoffs against Tampa Bay, and um, 
when JT came home from New York, the Islanders, and he scored. Yeah, that was a moment. First of all, not just not just him scoring the first goal, the fact that he came out and everybody stood up and got on and said, "Well, you're you're you know you're with you're with you're with your family now." Um. I got goosebumps, Scott. I was at that one. I was at that you one. Read that one. You, you yeah. remember? You remember, right? Yeah, like, it almost, was. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I almost got teary eyed a little bit. That fact that we all kind of rallied around him because yeah. it was such a tough night the night before. Yeah, like a horrendous night that he shouldn't have endured. Anyways, the one thing about JT is you're always kind of like he's slow. He's not doing anything. He's not producing, and then. Boom, 38 goals, like 100 points. Like, like yeah. he's always around. Like, he just gets it yeah. done. The way, the way people are talking – I know JT has gotten a lot of power play points this year, but uh, – yeah, Scott. The way people talk about, like, Tavares' lack of production, you wouldn't think he's a point-per-game. Folks, he was a point-per-game this year. Point-per-game. <laughs> that's exactly – he's always a point-per-game guy. He's always, yeah. And, and and that's your that's your – what would you say? Your fourth leading score. You want him to be your fourth leading score. Because Willie's yeah. Willie's on the next level this year. Yep. And Mitch is taking it. And obviously we know 34 is 34. 34 could be the best player in the world if he wants to be. Um, so yeah, I I think there is a, a method of JT kind of managing the ship during this like this seven game, whatever, whatever, however we go with Tampa Bay. He's got to just be like, hey, ship in once every two games. Yeah. And then let let thirty four do thirty four and sixteen does sixteen and then I oh, as I keep saying, man man we have a variable with this Swedish guy he's playing out of his like like he's he's unbelievable he should have been he should have been also he should have been oh, absolutely sure. yeah yeah absolutely yeah because at one point he was on pace for what 50, 50 something goals yeah, we're talking about fifty something goals yeah if Mar if Marner. Marner with his whole, you know, I call him the engine of the Leafs, just all the things that he does on the ice, penalty kill wise, special, most special teams, everything that he does. Oh, he's everything. Um, yeah, he's everything. He does everything. If everything. He, everywhere, everything. Yeah. Everywhere, everything. If, if he, you know, I, I would, I would still lean that he's sort of the MVP of the Leafs this year, just because of all the things that he does. But Nylander's right there with him, man, for, for, in terms of the season that he had for the Leafs this year. He's just like a sneaky, quiet player. And yeah. everyone goes like, oh, like I, I still hear people in the arena go, Nylander, bad check. I'm like, yeah. did you not see him entry the zone <laughs> four times in a row? Like, <laughs> got, or, or him just collect the puck and make good passes on the power play. Like, um, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I just, well, Scott, I'll, sorry, I was just gonna say, I'll add to that and just saying, so my brother is an absolute huge Willie fan, like favorite player by far and he always gives me shit because like i'll 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 own myself like i i throw a couple of those comments here and there and my brother's like willie is the classic example of like he does these amazing things and people have just gotten like kind of used to it it's in a weird yeah. way yeah. and then when he kind of does that like the same thing but then makes a mistake along the way it's easy just to shit on the guy because he does those amazing things in such a like nonchalant way if that makes sense that's why I fucking tell people to take a fucking chill pill. Good, <laughs> he's good, and he's seven million dollars. He's a fucking, he's a fucking deal over here. Yeah. Unbelievable value on that deal, man. Yeah. It's crazy how that deal's aged because it was. We've talked about it. Numerous people were times. ripping it at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember, remember how much people 
were saying that is ridiculous and yeah. then now they're like yeah can we get him for seven million yeah no no no, no. no. no you're not getting for seven million again <laughs> um Scott. yeah go, go ahead, ahead go, no go ahead go ahead you go ahead no la- last thing i was just gonna say and this is lucas this is you as well it's just um so if we if we do look at the series and looking at we, we talked a lot about the top players do you feel that there is a movement here where the boys have gotten mature enough and they're at the point where you kind of just said like hopefully tampa i mean stammer's getting older like is there a transition period where they've gotten to that maturity point because i mean hey i know tampa made it to a cup final with that core and then they went through a couple rough years uh but is has this been enough scott is what i'm trying to ask because tampa went through it right tampa went through the years of the maturity and with this core and that's that's the i think that is the question because if you think about it if we get up on Tampa, they might just wither off, right? And then we have to face the big beast. I think there's uh and there's there is a chip on the shoulder. I mm-hmm. I feel a chip on the shoulder when I walk around them that hey, we're not these glorified rats, you know? I think that that's the rat they get around the league is that these they shouldn't be paid as much as they're paid. And I mean, look at it. We're four of our players are the top 10 player, uh, top paid players in the league. Yeah. They want, they want, they want to know who they are. And I think there's a guy uh, that wears 34 that wants to make sure that everybody knows that he's the best player in the world. And I think he's been watching a guy in the Western conference take down beasts himself and i think he will i think i think we're gonna watch something maybe special we just gotta win the round and then they will understand what toronto is like when you win a playoff round in this city they don't know that they have never felt it once they feel it trust me they'll feel it and just winning for themselves scott like when they feel that like i'm I'm sure when they feel that momentum lucas and we've talked about it man once that freaking Monkey is off their back. Oh my, especially 34. I can't even imagine Lucas, what's going to happen. Lucas, can you imagine we come back and it's 3-1 game five in Scotiabank Arena? That's a vibe, that's a vibe right there. 3-1 game five, Scotiabank Arena. The Leafs didn't have the crowd against Montreal for that game five. The crowd, yeah. there was no crowd. This time there's a crowd, folks. And Galchenyuk, I still swear, <laughs> on, I, I, I've been reading, I've been reading Reddit's. He cheated on us. <laughs> he sabotaged us. Sabotaged us. He was, he was always a hab. <laughs> <laughs> well, Scott, I, I do love the energy, man. We got to put the predictions on the line right now. All right. If so I, I want to I hear it from you. Say it to everybody out there. Leafs in how many games? Leafs in five. Leafs in five at my building. There we go. It leaves in five. I believe that would be Monday night. Yeah. So Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Monday. Then uh, it, it will be Monday. It will be Monday because that's the one. Yeah. Actually, no. My uh, bad. It might. It might be the Wednesday. It might be the Wednesday because I think, I think Monday's jumps, game four. Monday's game four jumps to Thursday for Thursday. game five. There, there we Saturday go. Thursday, game, game six. Monday. Hopefully Monday doesn't exist. Completely though. just bottled the schedule there. But yeah, it, you're right, John. It, it would be the Thursday. Um, okay. You know what? That's two guests in a row that we got Leafs in five. Uh, I'm still gonna, 
put my, I've said it last week. I'll say it again. I, I got Leafs in six personally. I think they're going to get it done in Tampa this time. Um, might be similar to last year where they're in OT and we get a big goal our way this time. But uh, I think it's John Tavares' time too to really show the fans that, you know, this he's the captain of this team. He, he wants to grab it by the horns and really show yeah. it. And he, and he had that, he had that moment in game seven and it's a shame it was taken away last year, but I think this year he's going to make good on it. Yeah. I say, uh, leave some five Kerfoot with the winner. Oh, that, <laughs> man, Scott, if that happens, you just know, I, I guess it'd be Sportsnet is going to zoom in right on the biggest smile on Kyle Dubas's face. No, it'll probably go to Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh man um awesome. yeah, i guess lucas if you had anything else but scotty it's been a dandy man i really appreciate you coming on uh we got to get you back on maybe tee up round two uh if we get there cross our fingers knock on when we wood. get there when we get there scott when, when we get there <laughs> but just make sure you take a chill pill <laughs> but keep keep bringing that energy scott because honestly man you're killing it there. Yeah. I mean, you you get me freaking hype. I'm already hyped because the product, I love the product. I'm a huge Leafs fan. I've been a Leafs fan my, my whole life. But you really elevate that experience. So you keep that going, man, because you make, you make SBA what it is in terms of that environment. So get us going this year. Well, welcome to the first game of the Stanley Cup playoffs. It's your Toronto Maple Leafs versus <laughs> the bad guys. Let's get going. There Let's we go. go, Scott. Yeah, man. Honestly, whenever I see an action in the building, it's just it gets me fired. So keep keep at it, man. And let's I'll get try. the boy. Let's help the boys in blue get or blue and white to the next round. Yeah, I'll try my best. The man. real blue and white, eh? The, the real, real blue and white. white. That's yeah. why. That's why I didn't even. Yeah, you know where I'm at. <laughs> that's another thing. Should we wear our like our black jerseys? Maybe game one. Just to... oh, <laughs> that's a spicy. Kinda... One. We'll uh, we'll be chatting yeah, in a couple. Guys weeks. are family to me. We all bleed blue. Thank you, Brad. Do it. All right, Scotty. There you go. Sorry, care, I lagged there for a sec, but appreciate it, Scott. Take care, guys. Good chat with Scott Lucas. Uh, boy on getting Scott on. So he's the in-game host for the Leafs. And yeah, I mean, just the, the enthusiasm. We, if you're at Scotiabank Arena, you're always seeing him. So huge shout out to Scott. We appreciate it. Lucas, man, we got it on the screen right now. Let's record for your bracket challenge, what you got. And obviously, I'll just say, like, for the both of us, maybe a pick changes right before the game start or something like that. That could happen, but at least... Where our mindset's at right now, I made a couple picks that got people rattled. But Lucas, you're on now. You're the star of the show. What is your bracket, man? It's time to put it on the line, eh, Johnny, for everybody <laughs> yeah. to clown me. I mean, I'm ready to go here. Um, we'll fire through these picks. I'm going to have some hot ones. No doubt about it. I'm going to have some controversial ones. Let's start in the East, all right? So we got Boston, Florida. We'll work top to bottom. Listen, I think Florida, they've they've gotten on this hot streak to get in. Alex Lyon, or Lyon, excuse me, has been really good. I don't see them getting very far against Boston. I just think Boston is, is the beast of, of the league this year, and they're going to take care of them decently easy. Uh, I have Bruins, uh, and uh, I have them in five games. Okay. Right. We're moving, up, moving down to Leafs Lightning. You've all heard it. This is no surprise. I'm picking Toronto. I'm picking them in six games. Uh, I think that the Leafs are probably going to take care of business and go up 2-0 at home. But the Lightning are going to respond and get a couple wins of their own somewhere along the line. Um, so I have Leafs in six games. Moving okay. on to the Hurricanes and Islanders. These guys right here, man. These two teams, I think they're it's it's so thin. The margin is so thin. 
I think obviously Carolina's had a very good year. They're in first. Um, but these injuries have really cost them um, in terms of them being a really big favorite in my eyes. And I think the Islanders got the goaltending. Uh, they got the goaltending advantage with Sorokin. They're a tough team to play against. Having said all that, I still like Rod Brindamore. I still like the Hurricanes to win this series, but I think it's going to be in seven games, man. I think this one's wow. going the distance. All right. Yeah, I like it so far. I, I mean, I'll say this. I'm confident on who you're about to pick. So go ahead. You're confident on who I'm picking here? Yeah, I'll be shocked if it's the other way. All right. So for this one here, we got Rangers Devils. This one is, you know, this might be the matchup of the first round. I think a lot of hockey fans are stoked about this one. New York's going to be buzzing during this one. Both teams made significant ads at the deadline. Both teams have got stronger. The Devils, I had just missing the playoffs. I'll quote myself on that one. I remember I had them just missing. I knew they were going to be good this year. I didn't think this good. Um, and I, 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 I'm I, a huge Jack Hughes guy. We all know it. Yeah. And I'm ready to put my balls on the line and say, it's Devils in seven. Oh, color right. shocked. <laughs> it's Devils in seven. Here, I'll fill in my uh, my picks right here. With Bro, I, I knew you were going Devils. I got it's it. Devils in seven. Man. All right. I, I think Shesterkin's going to be a little bit... You know, hot hit and miss in this first round. Uh, he's going to let in some squeakers. I think New Jersey's speed is crazy. And I don't know if the if the Rangers are going to be able to handle it, man. I think the Devils have played the Rangers really hard this year, too. Come on, man. This might be the Devils' year, bro. Well, honestly, how I went about it, and the only one that I was back and forth on was the Toronto-Tampa one. I actually just picked the best goalies in the first in round all of the them. East side, on the East side. So I went – I thought Shesterkin's ceiling was higher, so I went rangers uh, I went, uh, yeah, I think I actually went Rangers in six. I went Islanders in seven, steal that with Sorokin. And, uh, I went Bruins in, uh, five as well. But uh, yeah, man, I, I think to me, sorry, you went, Leafs, up, you went Leafs or lightning in yours, by the way. I, I so <laughs> I went Leafs, but I, I actually made a follow-up video just to basically say that I was like, I was like, it, it makes me want to spite some people just to put Tampa forward because of the things that are being said, not because of like the motivation or like the, I don't know, just thinking the Leafs are going to win. It's some of these comments saying like Tampa's Tampa's not Tampa anymore. Vasilevsky's washed. Like all these garbage comments. And I'm like, you guys truly do not learn. Like, Lucas, that's where I'm at right now. I'm picking the Leafs in terms of, in terms of what I see in front of my face. But yeah, obviously in terms of history, what history has told us recently, for people just to dismiss Tampa is actually yeah. pissing me off. It's pissing yeah. me off, man. Yeah, well, as Elliot Friedman says, only a fool. That's against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Only a fool would actually yeah. actively bet against them. Um, just for the viewers all out there, I haven't seen Johnny's bracket. I purposely avoided it. So that way we I could come on here, throw my bracket at him, and we, we could see where we agree and disagree. So it looks like, um, Johnny, you got two different picks than me because you got Isles and you got Rangers, right? Yeah. Okay. So that's already a 50% difference on the east side. Listen, the Islanders and Hurricanes one is the toughest one for me um, in terms of uh, I really did want to pick the Islanders with Sorokin. It's just this year's been really weird for them in terms of yeah. they've never really been on a full groove. I've never felt super confident about them. I thought they'd be a little bit better than than wildcard one, to be honest. Um, and maybe that was just with the emergence of the Devils that really pushed them down. But listen, I like Rod Brindamore's coaching. I don't think he's going down without a fight. So I, I got Canes in seven on that one. So we'll go to the west side. And this Seattle Avalanche matchup, listen, Seattle, happy you guys showed up. Um, I don't think, you know, you're going to go down. You're not going to go down without a fight. But as far as last year's cup winner, I can't pick against them against you guys. I just cannot do it. 
So I got Avalanche. <laughs> What's so funny, Johnny? Abs and what? I got Abs in six games. Okay, I think Seattle's going to win too. Um, but that's that's even giving them a lot of credit. I think I just I don't I don't really buy and you know what I don't buy Colorado's goalie goaltending that much either. But Seattle's goaltending does make me a little bit concerned in terms of who are they going with? Is it Grubauer? Is it Jones? Uh, well, I got I got a fun fact for you. Yeah, spit so, it at me. So this is what I this is the one I told you, man. And maybe this is yeah. bait. Maybe you'll take this as bait. But I actually picked Kraken in seven. Wow. I have it right now. Here, okay. You know what? This is one of those. It's not even. I don't even want to say it's gut pick. It's it's based on a little bit of research, a little bit of gut pick. I think I'm stupid for it. I I do think Colorado, if they win the first round, I could see them back in the Cup final. To be honest, uh, because I think the only thing it goes back to what you just said. If Georgiev gets hot, I think Colorado goes all the way. My thing is with the Kraken, and I always, I think I've talked to you about this. I always go to former players scoring big goals or like former goalies goalieing a team. Once upon a time, Grubauer was an Av. And the last two games, the last two games that Grubauer has played against the Avs, again, I know it's the regular season, but the last two games that Grubauer has played against the Avs, he's averaging like 925 save percentage. And in both those games, I think the Avs didn't score more than like two goals. Wow. So and again, this, maybe that's me reaching, but yeah. you got to throw the hot takes in there, man. I just, I feel you like you got to throw the hot takes. You got to. It's hot take hockey. Come on. We got to have the hot takes <laughs> on here. <laughs> but I got ripped pretty badly. I got but ripped listen, pretty badly. Listen, the Avs, so the Avs, similar to Carolina in a way, you know, these are two really good teams um, that could be favorites, but they've just been decimated by injuries. And, and Land- the Landeskog news sucks. It really does. Um, it doesn't seem like it's Colorado's year again to do it, but I'm not picking them against... I'm not picking against them against the Kraken. I, Fair. I, I, Fair I'm enough. not kicking them out there. You know, <laughs> I, I have them beating the Kraken. Uh, I, I'm calling it in six games. Dallas and Minnesota, the series of green. All right. So this one right here this is a tough one. This is another jump ball for me. I think both these teams are extremely even in a lot of departments. Um, the goaltending edge I'm going to put towards Dallas. I think Ottinger has that higher ceiling. We saw it in the playoffs last year. And, uh, you know, both these teams, I wouldn't be surprised if either of them won the series. Having said that, I got to pick someone. And a lot of people know that I have a bit of an, a wild agenda, uh, <laughs> like slightly. <laughs> I have Dallas winning this series, okay? Stalker. I do. <laughs> and it's not because of that. I I really do believe um, this new rejuvenation of talent surrounding Sagan and Ben is getting the best out of them now because they've been pushed down. And I like how the team all looks and how it's come together this year. I think this seems like one of those years for Dallas where I didn't have them, you know, go being here to be honest with you, because I had the blues in the playoffs yeah. um, and to have them here now, I think, I think they're going to take advantage of it and win, win at least a round. So I got them beating the wilds in seven games. Yeah. I, I had the same pick. I was just going to say, yeah, I had, I'll own it too. I had Dallas over the playoffs start of the year. Um, yeah. I think it was just more so watching how reliant they were on Ottinger in the first round and just like the lack of just control in their game. But I feel like, yeah, Jason Robertson's a huge part of why I'm a yep. dummy because he's been, yeah, like he's been a lot more than I expected. I'll just put it that way. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean the stars, I'm, if Ottinger can be even, I said this on my video, if Ottinger can be even 80% of what he was in that Calgary series, Lucas, I think the stars have a really good chance here. Yeah, me too, man. I think Minnesota's deep as well. Like, you know, throughout the lineup, they've got a lot of tough, tough guys. Who does a wild go with goalie though, right? I mean, yeah. Philip, Philip Gustafson's been hot. 
And I even went back on the last couple of games they played against the Stars and Philip Gustafson played and put up good numbers. But you can't just dismiss the possibility of putting the like the cup winner in Flurry, right? I, I think Flurry is kind of the ace in the hole uh, yeah. in, in your back pocket. But I, I, I would think they're going to start with Gustafson, right? He's yeah, been they so probably good. Yeah. He's been so good. And it's crazy to think in a year we went from Flurry and Talbot. Talbot wants to leave because Flurry's there and he's going to be the starter. And now we're talking like Gustafson's the starter there and, and, yeah. and he's earned it, man. I mean, um, so they got good goaltending too, but I'm going to go with Dallas, D- Dallas in seven games. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if it went the other way, um, but we'll see how that series of green plays out. I think it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a real good one. Vegas and the jets. So this is the last dance of whatever dance the jets have really, really accomplished <laughs> yeah. over the last little bit. Uh, I think this team's going to look very, very different um, after this season. And they really got to put, put it all on the line to try to <laughs> advance in some regard in these playoffs. Uh, with, with that being said, I, I just don't, I don't see it over Vegas. I really don't. I I, I know it's not a hot take, uh, but I really do like Vegas. I, I had them, uh, I had them near the top of the Pacific division and uh, in my preseason predictions. And I, I like them a lot. I, I think their goaltending is a bit of a question mark still, uh, but I think overall and with the way the jets have just been, you know, on and off and, and not consistent and I just don't buy the mix of players that they have. Um, and I think they're one of those teams they are very vulnerable to. If, they, if they're down a couple games in a series, they might roll over, man. So with that being said, I have Vegas. And uh, I'm going to say on this one, this is a little bit impromptu, but I'm going to say in six games because I think Hullabook is, is that good. He's going to get them a game or two. It's yeah. the goaltender effect in the playoffs. When you got a goalie like that, he's got to get you a game or two. Yeah. Right. Um, so I, I had the hot take of for that exact reason. Again, my my trend on my bracket was uh goalies, and that's why I took the Jets upsetting this one. But my thing is with Vegas, and similar to a couple other series in the East, if Vegas goes up two nothing, it's gonna be exactly what we saw last year with uh Nashville against Colorado. Like freaking like Ingram was insane. Even in, was it the game two, whatever it was like the 40 something save performance. Yep. And it's like a goalie can only take you so far. So yeah. I think at the point of if Vegas goes up to nothing, don't be shocked if there's a sweep here. And that's why I think there's literally no room for error. And I'm on the same vibe as Carolina against the Islanders. If Sorokin can steal the win in Carolina and the Islanders can get some, something done uh, at home. And then obviously looking at Winnipeg, the same thing. But those two series I look at is like if those teams get the wins at home and go up to nothing, I think these could be short series, Lucas. And that's why I'm just hoping as a fan we get a, a few game sevens. Not, yeah. not in the Toronto Tampa series, though. <laughs> well, you know what? This series is very fascinating too, Vegas and, and Winnipeg, because I think that both these barns are are electric. electric. Yeah. Right. I mean, I just I don't see how Winnipeg could be swept with the way the whiteout's gonna be there. Um, but, but if they're down but, to nothing, man, yeah, they're a vulnerable team, man. It could happen. Um, but yeah, I'm going to take Vegas in six games. I'm going to take Vegas in six games on that one. And we have finally arrived at the series that I'm so excited to watch. And it goes deeper than Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl to me. I am a big Kings guy. I think I love the team they've assembled. I'm so happy. They finally have a goaltender. They can, you know, rely on and Jonas Corposalo. I love the out of Fiala this year. Add the Jeopardy music in here. And you know where this is going. You know where this is trending. Listen, no way. No way. I think, I think McDavid's going to have the series that people think he's going to have. I think he's going to be amazing. I think Dreisaitl's going to pot a ton of goals. But 
overall, when it comes down to it, I don't buy Stuart Skinner. I don't buy Doc Campbell. Folks, he's doing it. And this whole year of the Oilers, this is their year. This is the year the Oilers are going to go to the final. This is the year McDavid's going to lift Lord Stanley. Yeah, I could be quoted in a few months and looking like a dummy. But in my bracket, I'm taking the LA Kings in seven games (laughs) over Connor McDavid. This could be such a bad clip, man. This could be such a bad clip. (laughs) And I wouldn't be surprised. I will not be surprised if Edmonton beats them. But overall, I love LA, man. And I got to stick with it. I'm feeling great about LA this year. And you know what? It's LA in seven for me. Is it? Is uh, what's the series that you kind of went back and forth on? Because I know you mentioned there was a series that you kind of changed up. It's this one. It's this one because how foolish can you be to doubt Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl? Um, They should win this series. Edmonton should win this series. But I'm just so calm. I've watched so many Kings games this year, man. And they just seem like a team that playing them seven games is going to be hell. And and they went to seven games last year. Oh, 100%. Yeah, and they're like, better. They're, both teams are better, I think. Both teams yeah, yeah. are better than they were last year. 100%. Uh, this um, is that This is that one. And obviously Carolina and the Islanders. I still, every freaking five minutes, I'm going back and forth on, is it Carolina or the Islanders? I, I don't know where I'm going to land when I'm submitting my bracket on the last day. But for right now, I'm going to stick with Carolina because I like Rod Brindamore. I think they're going to get it done. Yeah, I, I was also going to say, uh, just on the Corpusello and Kings point, I have a lot of Oilers, uh, like fans, friends, uh, that have like either watched the Leafs a lot or like a couple that are from Toronto, a couple I went to university with. And like the, the trend I'm always getting here now is that since the Kings have gotten Corpusalo and they've seen how he's done as well, like once upon a time, Corpusalo goalied the Leafs. And a lot of these Oilers fans were able to see that. And uh, I think Oilers fans are, are more nervous. I mean, Quick had that cup pedigree, but uh, I think it's, it, Lucas, it's a bit different when you have a guy in his prime playing like this. And Corpusol has that weird X factor to him. If he gets hot in this series and the Oilers get bad goaltending, like that's where I'm saying, I don't think anyone can look at the Oilers goaltending. And obviously Stuart Skinner, I, I talked to Jeff, who's an Oilers fan. He made a good point. It's like, we've seen rookie goalies do well in the playoffs recently, whether it's Matt Murray, yep. Jordan Bennington, guys like that. Um, so hope, for the, the Oilers sake, hopefully that's Stuart Skinner. But if it's not, the goalie matchup a, could go the Kings way. There's a world where Stuart Skinner in game three isn't in the, isn't in the pipes. Like they, they push the button and go to Jack Campbell. And yeah, that's a lot of pressure for him on the contract he's on the season he's had. Um, but there, there's no doubt. And with my pick with LA over Edmonton for LA to win this series, they got to score goals because Edmonton's going to score. Even if Corpus Allo plays well yeah. and goalies them a little bit, Edmonton's going to get their goals through McDavid dry side. Yeah, I was going to say, he's only going to goalie them so far. So far. And and LA, the key to the series for LA on this one, they got to be careful with taking penalties, man. That Oilers power play, I've read all, we've all read all about it. It's, it's one of the best power plays. It might be the best power play we've ever seen. Right. So LA, if they find themselves in penalty trouble, I might be looking like a dummy, but I'm thinking LA is going to be able to pull this one off, man. I really am. Maybe that, you know what, Lucas, maybe LA went big brain that maybe that's why they traded Brendan Lemieux away because they knew this guy was going to rack up the penalty minutes. They're like, we can't have this guy here. He's just going to give David too many power play opportunities. (laughs) So maybe that was the thinking there, but uh, yeah, Lucas, man, you know what? I I can't crap too much. Like I picked the Kraken as a, as a, maybe a bait upset. I don't don't know what to call it to me. 
there's going to be an, an upset. And, and yeah. I just, I'm sorry. Yeah. Maybe I, for some reason I had the balls to pick against the reigning cup champ, but I just didn't have the balls to bet against Boston this year, but you know what? Tampa had a record breaking year and they got swept to the Columbus. So anything can happen really. Yeah. And that's, uh, I'll give Florida the one game on that one. But when you really look at a lot of these series, John, like, especially on the East side, when I'm looking at the East side, um, really the only one that's really, really uber confident for me that I'm confident in is Boston, Florida. Um, the, all uh, the other three, it can go either way. Um, there's just such a narrow, you know, gap. So what do we do if, if Florida somehow upsets Boston? Like what does everyone do? That's like, that's crazy. Yeah. I don't know what to, (laughs) it's going to ruin so many brackets. (laughs) It'll ruin all the brackets, man. Yeah. Almost all of them. Probably, probably so many, so many brackets have Boston, you know, going all the way and, you know, they're the favorite. I mean, people got to give them the credit, but I don't. And so we'll get there right now. Okay. So rip through it. And then we'll get a little summary. Yeah. Yeah. Round two, we'll rip through it. So I got Leafs Bruins in my round two. We'll probably do a reset. Like once we get to round two in real life here, John and I will come on and we'll preview up the round two matchups. But for the sake of this exercise, we're going through the bracket Leafs Bruins. Like we talked about with Scotty, man, if the Leafs win this first round, they're going to be rolling. And I have the Leafs over Boston. I really do. I really do. I have Leafs beating Boston. It might go down right to that game seven. It might be in TD garden. Um, But man, the Leafs are going to get it done this year, bro. This is their year, man. This is their year. Bro, that quote, man. I've heard it the last four years. But I'm t- The team they have is different this year, man. They have that mojo. They have the, the ads. We've walked through it a million times. All the guys they've brought in. There's championship pedigree. Dude, I f- I'm feeling really good about it. And the Leafs have played Boston very well this year. Even in the game, you know, the most recent game they lost in overtime. That was a – what a game that was, man. Like, if the Leafs play Boston – if the Leafs end up playing Boston in the second round, it's going to be a series. It's going to be a war. It's going to be a series for the ages. Yeah, it'll be an all-timer. I was just yeah. going to say, though, it's just – but Boston has a way of winning this year. Like, you said that. Like, the Leafs played them well, and I, I agree, but there's still L's on the board, right? So, it's just – man, I, I've watched this Leafs team over and over again. It's like what we even said with Scott is they show it, and they're right there, but they're always, like, coming up. Just short. Even, yeah, well, man, I go back to game six last year. Is like that feeling I had, and I and I actually got so mad at myself that night because it was like, how stupid am I? When Tavares scored the tying goal and then went ahead and they had, they literally had 20 miles. They had 20 minutes to go and obviously the stupid five on three. But my point is, is like that right there, like Tampa's bench, you saw them. They were dead in the water. Lucas, I stand by this and saying that if that five on three doesn't happen, the Leafs were winning in game six last year. I hate making yeah. excuses and saying shit like that, but- Tampa looked dead in the water. The only thing that was going to beat Toronto there was something stupid like that in a 5-1-3 power play. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, and with my pick, a lot of the justification for why I'm making this pick, the Bruins have had the goaltenders, you know, both goaltenders play well all year. Allmark is probably going to win the Vesna. I don't buy um, Linus Allmark stock. I, I don't think that he, 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 doesn't have the playoff, he doesn't have the playoff pedigree, man. Like, I think yeah, he's going to be Samsonov good. doesn't. He doesn't, he doesn't either. You're right. But I just, with the way Allmark has played this year, the level he's played at, I don't believe that's going to hold. That's going to hold serve in playoffs. I just don't. Everybody's numbers go to zero and he's going to be just another good goalie in an Eastern conference. Um, I, I don't think he's this world beater that his statistics show. Um, so I have the Leafs winning that series. I might look like a dummy, but I have the Leafs winning that series going to the conference finals. 
Man, at this point, I just hope they pass the first round. Or I mean, we can get quickly to okay. my uh, video, get, but got, I'll be a, I'll to... be a nightmare. But go ahead. <laughs> we got to keep going. So, Hurricanes, Devils, much like the Leafs, things are bouncing right now for New Jersey men. They're bouncing, and that's why I'm picking the Devils over a wounded Carolina Hurricanes squad. I have a Leafs Devils conference final. Wow! And I think this is the year that Jack Hughes, Nico Heischer, Jesper Bratt. Now Timo Meyer in there. This is their this is this is the year, man, for them to really go on a run and you know, really challenge, you know, where this team stood coming into the year. I don't think most people had them in the playoffs. And if you did, you might have thought they were going to be bounced pretty quick. But if they beat the Rangers, much like if the Leafs beat the Lightning, they're going to be rocking and rolling, um, going and in, going into play Carolina. And I think the lack of experience the Devils have in the playoffs with their big stars, sometimes we talk about on the show, is a good thing because it can be a good thing because they don't have that same, those same scars that other teams, uh, young guys have. So yeah, I have New Jersey winning this series. I think Carolina, if they get through the Islanders, like I have here right now, it, it's going to be by the the skin, you know, by the little hairs on their chin. And this one, I think New Jersey is just going to mop the floor on them. Um, if I had to pick games, I think the devils, this isn't going seven, um, five or six games for the devils over Carolina. Wow. Yeah. This Freddie Anderson agenda is alive and well. <laughs> no, I mean, you had Carolina going to the next round. I'll just quickly say I'm with you. I've like, I've seen how certain matchups drive momentum and I'm with you. I, this is no shot against Carolina or the Islanders, but I think if the devils and Rangers lives up to the hype and ends up being like a six or seven series, I think whoever comes out of it is just going to ride a crazy momentum wave. Yeah, absolutely. So. I think whoever comes out of the devils and Rangers is, is probably going to the conference finals. I feel pretty confident about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's yeah, that's that, where I'm at. So yeah. So I I had uh, I had Rangers in that Devil spot, and I had uh, Bruins in the Leafs spot. All right. So you had so, original six. Yeah, an original six Bruins Rangers uh, conference final. All right. Let's get your West. Let's go to the West. Uh, I think Dallas is going to make this extremely difficult on Colorado, but I'm not going to knock the heart of a champion, and I think Colorado is going to get to that conference final. Um. Just the speed the Avalanche have, the advantage they have at home ice when it comes when you know visitors come in there and it's a rock and bar and the elevation. Uh, I really like Colorado still. Nate McKinnon being one of the best players in the world, I think he's going to have a great playoffs, and I think they're going to get back to the Final Four. Hey, That's well, I I mean it's bro. I don't think anyone's <laughs> going to criticize you for that. I'm just laughing because I think about it. And it's like my take is so like high risk, like not even that much of a reward, but yeah, like. I feel like the Avs kind of, yeah, kind of similar to what we've talked about. Just that winning mindset, and even Tampa when mm-hmm. they've looked banged up. I mean, they went to they went for a cup without Stammer. So um, the Avs without Landeskog could do a similar thing. I don't know if they'd win the cup, but I, I think they they can at least win a couple of rounds for sure. And and I don't think that they have much room for error when it comes to injuries, like any further injuries. If Makar's knocked out of a full round or something, or McKinnon is. You know, obviously this pick would look a little bit different from my perspective, and I think Dallas would win. Um, but I think uh, with the way the Avs are currently constructed, I have them beating Dallas. Yeah, I really do. I think, man, they're a great team, even without even without Landeskog. I, I don't want to write them off. So I have them going to the Final Four. And then this guy over here, Vegas, LA. Come on, we got to keep the same energy. The LA Kings are going to the Final Four. Wow. The LA Kings, after beating Connor McDavid wow. and Leon Dreisaitl, they're also going to be the Vegas Golden Knights and the Kings are going to send the Knights packing. 
LA Kings. This might be their year. There's a lot of teams on the board here. Yeah. So you have Colorado, last year's champion, and you have three teams who lots of things are going right for these three teams. And I think this is the way it shakes out in the final four. Wow. All right. Cup final and cup pick. My cup final. <laughs> okay, ladies and man. gentlemen. I know exactly where this is going. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Toronto Maple Leafs. And it's the Los Angeles Kings. <laughs> these two teams, bro. It's it's gonna be awesome to see it. I'm so stoked to see it. Corpusalo is gonna get another chance to goalie the Leafs. But the Leafs, they're not gonna let that happen this time. All right. Oh it's my god. Coming. Champion of 2023. Oh, you actually did it. Is the Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh, you're going to get... You're gonna I'm going to get chewed out that I'm a Leaf fan, this, this, and that. Man, this team is the best Leafs team I've seen in my life. There's no doubt about it. Um, And and, and that might not be saying a lot, right? I, I'm a late 90s kid. But, man, the way... How deep the Leafs are, realistically, when I look at the matchups they got to go through here on my bracket... Once they get over the the Bruins, these other two teams just aren't as strong. And uh, the Leafs might be pretty wounded after beating the Bruins in the second round. But New Jersey, I think they take care of them in six games. L.A. is going to be a bloodbath with Colorado. I think they're going to win in seven games over there. And the Leafs, they're going to lift Lord Stanley in Los Angeles in oh game my. six. With Bieber in the building. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> With Beaver, the the Leafs okay. are gonna win in L.A. and lift oh, Lord my. Stanley, and All then right. the drought, which is well, why my bracket is called AM 34 2023 Con Smite. Okay, so the only thing I'll say on that is um, three things. One, I think uh, the winner of that series in the Cup final gets Austin Matthews for his new contract. That's one. Two, I'll say. I'm not feeling hot on that, on how you transition from the conference final. So I'll say this, Lucas, I actually think your bracket is somewhat realistic. Uh, Maybe even more realistic than mine. But what I will say is, I think it's 10 times more realistic and I can buy into your bracket if you switch both your conference final winners. So if you put Devils, Avalanche in the cup final, and I'm not saying, hey, you stand by your shit, but honestly, guys, people watching right now, I think that's a good show and that was a cup final once upon a time ago. So... I could see Devils Avs as a cup final, to be honest. Man, that just screams nostalgia with like Brodeur and Wah. Yeah. Um, that would be cool. That would be a cool one. But I think this is the one to Destiny. Destiny is happening this year. That was the conference final when obviously Gretzky high-sticked Dougie Gilmore in 93. And the Leafs lost that that round. They were supposed to go to the final that against year. Montreal. Against Montreal. Oh yeah. So I didn't. Um, I didn't even. So, I wasn't even. Honestly, I wasn't even yeah. uh, registered so, that you said that. So, but my, I was gonna say it comes full circle, and Toronto wins the game they're supposed to against LA thirty years later. Correct. That's that's sort of the the, the history I'm looking at. Um, and dude, I just I don't always I don't always pick the Leafs in the brackets. It's not about that. Okay. It's just this year the way things are bouncing, man. I feel so, so good about it. Okay. And, and LA is a very similar to your Seattle pick. LA is a very hit and miss pick. There's a lot of risk there for me because if Edmonton knocks them out, this is stupid. I mean, they're not, they're, they're look at, look at how far I have LA going. I have LA in the finals, but if LA is to beat Edmonton, I don't see why not. They can't beat Vegas and Colorado. So I will say I, I can't speak on the Colorado one because I, I don't know what the rec- the season record is, but between yep. LA and Vegas, talking to a few Vegas fans, yeah, they do not want to play LA in the second round. 
I don't, I don't know what it is. Uh, I just, yeah, I mean, man, I don't think anyone wanted to play. Like I've talked to Oilers fans, even Jeff talked about it saying that if, when he had the option of like playing Jets, Kraken or Kings, like he said, yeah. he just didn't want to touch the Kings. He, he didn't want to touch the Kings at all in the first round. And I'm trying to look at the, uh, season series between the golden knights and kings so like because i'm even looking at april 6th they just played the golden knights won yeah um but that's that's kind of the vibe i've gotten from from some knights fans so yeah i don't know man i think um i don't i actually don't mind your bracket the cup final i think is a reach i think you're gonna get ripped a little bit in the comments uh but no i'm with you i think uh i think people that just pick brackets that a little bit of uh spice or a little bit of like just upsets. Yeah. Back to, so back to January 7th, the Kings smacked the golden Knights five, one and December yep. 27th, they beat uh, the Kings beat the golden Knights four, two, but that was back in, that was back a few months ago. The reason one yeah. has the golden Knights winning. So yeah, here's the thing. Last thing. And then we'll, we'll go into a different direction. Season series also just doesn't matter. Folks. Remember that. Uh, I always reference back. I think I've told you this, Lucas, when Rangers fans ripped me to shreds for picking hurricanes in five in the bubble. And then the hurricanes swept them in three. Um, And Rangers fans were just getting at me in the comments saying, we swept the season series. We swept the season series, bro. As Ryan O'Reilly just said in the recent interview, all that matters is playoffs and winning in the playoffs. Basically is everyone's stats are reset at zero. Everyone's stats is just doesn't matter. Again, I'm, that's not his exact quote, but he was basically implying that it yeah. just doesn't, it's a complete reset. It's a completely different season in a way. Season series just doesn't matter. You got to the playoffs. The LA, the eighth seed LA Kings won the Stanley cup. Anything can happen, folks. Anything can freaking happen. Yeah. And I think that, you know, when I was making this bracket, a lot of me was thinking, you know, I'm going to look like a leafer. I'm going to look like a, a homer for the leafers. Um, so who, who am I going to pick? Where do the Leafs get bounced? Right. Was kind of my mindset. Where do they get? Bounced? And I truthfully just, this is me from my heart thinking this is the year, man. Like I, it's not, it's not me just picking the Leafs. It's I, I really think they're that strong of a team and they're going to go all the way, man. I mean, I'll say this. I think if the Leafs pass the Bruins, they're going to the cup final. I just don't know if they're winning. It depends who they play. But uh, yeah. I think uh, if the Leafs beat the Bruins, they're going to the cup final. And I can't wait to watch LA take down Connor McJesus. Hey, we'll see, man. <laughs> Honestly, it's uh, it's bold. I like it. It's bold. Um, I I probably would say there's probably more like probably more stock in your pick there because my pick is is over the cup champs and uh, yeah, I think the Kings are a little bit more equipped. But you know what? Anything can happen. So to people watching, I mean, Lucas, do we want to add anything else or do a but or I feel like this was a pretty solid pod talking to Scott and, and getting your bracket and picks. I feel yeah, like I think so too. Quick- in a pretty good way. Johnny, quickly, you fire your cup final on me. Who did you have? Because I obviously oh. I stayed away from all your stuff, so I didn't I didn't see. So I, I had Bruins over Oilers in seven as an all-timer series. Kind of what we talked about with wow. Danny Anderson. Yeah, yeah, that's what we had with them with him. Yeah. That would be a cracker too. I mean, McDavid versus Goliath in the Bruins, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's a definitely a possible one. I mean, that that even sounds more possible than mine, really. <laughs> when hey, it comes we'll to see. LA, I mean, I yeah, I think. I think there's a good chance that, uh, yeah, I think there's a good chance that Edmonton, like you kind of just said, that if they get past that first round, I think McDavid and Drysdale will just get the heat going and they'll they'll go far. Yeah, um, yeah it's tough, man. It's tough with the brackets. Like you're never gonna win people. That's why when I picked the crack and I was like, I'm gonna get ripped, but it's like an upset's gonna be somewhere. It's it's gonna be somewhere, and like no one ever like 
no one ever gets the bracket perfectly. Like the people that are making the joke brackets are going to get it, but they're just like, and yeah, I mean, yeah, you never know. You never know. Yeah, you never know. But that's a great transition to end it because playoffs are starting now. They start tomorrow. You know, obviously we're recording Sunday night. Yeah. Um, really stoked to get this underway, John, watch all these series. And obviously we'll hop on next week and, and, and chat more about what's happened by that point as we'll be in, I guess, game fours in some scenarios by then. Yep. So we'll be di- uh, deep diving into it. And uh, yeah, thank you, Lucas, uh, for getting Scott on. And yeah, guys, make sure you check out the Hot Take Hockey podcast on Spotify and Apple. Hit that subscribe, like, notification bell. Hit up both of us in the description on Twitter, social media, and we'll see you on the next podcast. It's playoffs, baby. We're here. Let's go. Let's go. Peace, Peace out.